0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Going Up Cast your weekly feel good podcast with music, new chapters full of plot important details, a breakdown on gaming news from the past week and a glimpse into the future. I'm your host Andrew Logan and let's dive right into it. So right away, you guys should have noticed a brand new change. That's right, I have a new theme song. And unlike the previous theme song, this one was written and recorded by me. So it's all me, Jack. The song is pure going upcast, so can't get into any sort of hot water on that one, it's all me, it's all me, Jack, all music from now on will either be recorded by myself or you guys, so that's very exciting, if you want to send in for song of the week, well, I'll tell you how to do that during the song of the week chapter, but we've got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of games, Uh, I myself have acquired a couple of new ones that I wanted to talk about, and... We had something called the Blizzard Convention this weekend as well, so I spent a little bit of time talking about that. Uh, We got some songs, and I play fast and loose with the title, with like the term songs. You'll find out about that later. Um, But real quick, I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping here at the top. Number one, if you enjoy the Going Up cast and wish to... Have more fun adventures with the Going Up Cast. Well, you can support the Going Up Cast at the Going Up Cast Patreon. There's a link to it at goingupcast.com, or if you go onto Patreon and just search the Going Up Cast, you will find the Patreon. Your support keeps this whole ship sailing, keeps the whole you know motor running. So anything you could donate would be phenomenal. Five bucks gets you into my monthly live streams. Speaking of which, this monthly live stream will occur. On the 24th, most likely. Yes, most likely the 24th. Uh, maybe the 25th. We talked about this last time. If I decide to stream on Sundays, it might be the 25th. Um, So keep your eyes peeled. Keep an eye on the horizon. I will be sure to let you guys know when that is coming down the pipeline. And there's a whole bunch of other tiers if you want, like, a short story read to you and stuff like that. That's Those are all options you can explore at the Garmcast Patreon. Your support means the world to me. In terms of that front. But hey, you know what? You can always just share the podcast so you can tell your friends and family about how good you feel after each episode of the going upcast. But enough, enough blithering on. I hope you enjoy the new theme song because you're about to hear it again as we move on to the next thing in the podcast. Real quick, I know I did it last week, but today is actually election day. So I want to encourage you for the final time to please vote. It's super important, gang it's like our one chance to have our voices be heard like especially if it's you know depending on where you live like this could be the only day you get to actually vote you have to like go to a polling station and stuff like that please stand in the line do all the things please vote it's super important that's all that's all I'm gonna say you know I'm not telling you this should not be new information to you just please go vote you exercise that civil right you have to please vote thank you let us move on to the next thing in the podcast So this week, with songs of the week, I'm playing it fast and loose with the terminology of song. Uh, tech in my head at least it's two songs, but in terms of like podcast, like playlist perspectives, it's four separate tracks. So I'm kind of cheating a little bit this week, but it's I'll explain myself in a little bit. But let's start with this week's cover, which comes to us from Avicii off the album True. This song is called Wake Me Up. Now, the first time I heard this song was a Google phone ad. Um, that was the first time I heard the song. I think it was Google. And um, I'm like, oh, that's a really good song. What song was that? And I shazammed it, and it was like, Wake Me Up by Avicii. And I listened to the whole song, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is really good. This is really good. And that was my introduction to Avicii was through a commercial. And this song is is very, very. it's, it's upbeat. It's poppy. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is Folktronica, which... I can get behind. That's nice. It's also known as house and dance pop. So I'm not sure what those other words mean, but "Wake Me Up" by Avicii it's a beautiful song. I'm sure you've heard it, and if you haven't, well, you're about to. Here's my uh, here's my little cover of "Wake Me Up" by Avicii. Enjoy. Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes. Well, that's fine by me. Actually I was lost. I just did the acoustic guitar bit parts because I can't do like the do 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 bit so I decided to ignore that so now let me explain myself as to why the other quote song of the week is actually three songs so these songs come to us off of the album Tiara, which is by an album, by an album, Pfft, good job, by a band, there we go, called Seventh Wonder. So this album came out in October of this year, October 12th to be specific. It's like an hour and 10 minutes long. And uh, according to the Wikipedia page, it's a concept album. I don't know what concept they're trying to push with this album, but there's three songs in the middle that all tie together. And, like, to me, are incredibly well-crafted. So, 7th Wonder is a Swedish prog band, um, prog metal band with the lead singer Tommy Kervik, who is the current lead singer of Camelot and who has sung on Arion Projects. He's a phenomenal vocalist. These three songs really showcase his range. They're very over-the-top dramatic songs, which is the style of music I tend to listen to more than any other. And for me, what really like, uh, there's really one part of one of these songs, which is why I wanted this to be the song of the week but in order for you to fully appreciate that part of the song, you need to listen to the whole three song little bit here. Um, the first song is called Tiara's Song, which I swear to God, I thought they were saying Fiora like F-I-O-R-A, Fiora um, but no, it's Tiara you can, you'll listen to it and you can hear it both ways once I've said that to you but it starts there. And then the second song is called Good Night. The third song is called Beyond Today. At the end of Good Night, there's this part where, like, the song is ended, but you hear, like, acoustic guitar and people, like, chattering to each other. And you hear, like, the clinking of beer bottles and a lot of people singing the chorus from the first song at the end of the second song. That's why they're all tied together. It's all part of one big thing called Farewell. And it's like a quick math in my head. It's like a 20 minute song, roughly, if you put them all together. Um, But that moment is it's so reminiscent of like getting that guitar around the bonfire on the beach. And you get a lot of beers and friends and you're all just singing songs, having a good time. That's what it sounds like. That's what it's supposed to sound like. And it's fucking beautiful. So that part in particular is why all three of these songs are song of the week. They're all incredible songs. And are the strongest point of the album by far. Well, these three songs and then Victorious right before it. Um, And technically, I would recommend listening to that song as well to fully appreciate these three songs. Because it's, I guess, in concept album fashion, they all tie together. They all intermingle. So, if you want the true portrayal, listen to the entire album. But these three songs, I think, are beautiful in their own right. So, that's why they're getting showcased as Song of the Week, these three songs, by by Seventh Wonder. So, that's... That's what I wanted to talk about. And if you, listening there with your ears, have a song that you would like to request, recommend, suggest, or forcibly argue should be a Song of the Week, well, there's lots of different ways you can reach out. Number one, you can email me at gmail.com. Number two, you can use the contact page at goarmcast.com. subtitle Song of the Week. Or number three, you can also send in a cover of yourself recording whatever song you want to be Song of the Week, and I will play it on this podcast as I do myself every week, this is actually my ninth cover for the uh, for the for the podcast. There actually have been ten covers recorded, but one of those covers was crap, so I kind of skipped over it. So there's like a hidden track of of a song that um will not hear the light of day, or at least that version will not hear the light of day. I may go back and re-record it, but my voice was all over the place for that one, so I was just like, nah, no, I'm scrapping that one. Scrapped it right up, and you know feel free to send it in i would love to listen to it and i'm sure everybody else would as well but for now let's move on to the next thing the podcast so this week for the going of cast we've got a lot of video game stuff to talk about both in terms of news that has occurred and in terms of my own gaming nonsense that i take part in every uh ever so often, but first let's talk about the big gaming thing of the weekend, this past weekend, which was Blizzard Convention, I believe that's what it's called, Blizz, Blizzard Convention, perhaps they could shorten that one of these days, anyway, I do enjoy my Blizzard games, uh, in case my rants about World of Warcraft have not been uh, clear enough, but it's beyond that, I grew up playing Diablo 2, It remains to this day my all-time favorite game, just bar none, because I've been playing it for, what, 18 years? about. So, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal game, and I love it to pieces. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about what most of BlizzCon was about. I just want to talk about a few highlights for me. Uh, we got a new Overwatch character, Ash. I watched the little cinematic of hers. She looks incredible. I'm very excited to get my hands on that uh, character when she drops sometime this year, I'm hoping. I don't know. I don't think they gave us a release date. Or if they did, I missed it. I thought that was pretty cool. And then you got everybody really, really excited for World of Warcraft Classic. I never played Classic. I started playing World of Warcraft with Mists of Pandaria. Um, Technically. Kinda got into it with Draenor. But what really did it for me was Legion. I really got into Legion. Um, I started playing uh, before, like... It officially came out with the pre-release uh, content for Legion. That was that was when I really kind of got into it. Um, and when I made my uh, my Artume our, our Amaron Night Elf um, Hunter. Who has been my main ever since. So that's when I really started playing. So I never played World of Warcraft Classic. Um, everybody tells me it's a lot of fun. And it's included with the game subscription. Uh, which I may have just cancelled. Because I finally reached this point in Battle for Azeroth where... Um, it, it, it like the the main story stopped because i didn't have high enough reputation with the seventh legion in order to keep the story going and then i was like all right i know what happens next it's just a lot of fucking world quest grinding so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i i did like all the main story stuff in that and moved on um but i never played classic and it should be good i don't i don't know When it eventually comes out, like summer of 2019, I'll probably be back on the World of Warcraft wagon, so I'll give it a go for sure. But I'm already calling it, I've called it on social media, so I'm gonna call it here now, that I fully expect Blizzard to re-release their expansions in in this mode, you know? Like if we got WoW Classic, I would not be at all surprised if in two years time they came out with WoW Classic Burning Crusades. Because I've spoken to a lot of people I've been playing WoW since the beginning that would love that, to go back to some of those early raids and to go back to some of those locations. Burning Crusades, Wrath of the Lich King in particular, those two. Really did it for a lot of people. Cataclysm. (laughs) We don't like to talk about Cataclysm. So it's really those first two. I think Blizzard would do quite well financially, uh, especially because if you look at it this way, like, for me, as a WoW player joining so late in the game, I feel like I missed a lot of incredible story moments because I've joined so late in the game. And yeah, you can kind of sort of experience them playing up to the level cap nowadays, but it's it's not the same. So if they re-released their their expansions in, these, in this WoW Classic format, that could allow a whole new generation of players to experience WoW for the first time through. And because... All the expansions have been released. Perhaps there's not as long of a wait period in between them, you know? Would if if you had your, you know, Wow Classic and like 6 months later they dropped Burning Crusades, you know? Like two expansions a year until you're caught up to the present so you can like speed play through all of World of Warcraft instead of waiting the 14-year gap, you could like do it all, you know? I think I think that'd be really cool. Personally, I'd be I'd be a big fan of that. So And I I don't think I'd be the only one. So that's really neat. And that's basically all I want to talk about from BlizzCon. um, Because those are the only things that were, in my head, positive. So we're just going to move on to the other thing that's been going on in my gaming world right now. It is the arrival and acquisition of the Nintendo Switch console. There's a lot of games. Actually, I'll take that back. There are games on the Switch that I've wanted to play um for a little while now and i'm finally getting my hands on some of them unfortunately for me two of the games two of the big reasons i got the switch are not out yet i'm playing three games i've got super mario party which is a ton of fun big fan of that i played dead packs and it's awesome i love it Uh, monty mole for life he is my main in super mario party monty mole knows what's up i love monty mole i'm gonna cosplay as monty mole So I got my Monty Mole action going on, and then I got Mario Kart 8, which I never actually played because I didn't own a Wii U. Um, And I think I've got Mario Kart 7 on the um, uh, 3DS. So I never played 8, so it's like a brand new game for me. So I'm very much enjoying that. Uh, Especially because it already has all the DLC included in it. Like uh, Link is just there, and all the Breath of the Wild shit that they included, it's all there. So that's very fun. And then Super Mario Odyssey. Now... This surprised a couple of people that I've spoken to recently um, when I told them I was getting a Switch but I was like, I don't really feel like getting Odyssey or Breath of the Wild. And they're like, why not? It's the Mario game and the, the Zelda game of this console generation. And I responded with, I've never played, really? Nor beaten a single Mario game or Legend of Zelda game in my life. I've started Zelda countless times like i didn't have an n64 growing up but we got one later so i've tried and failed to play ocarina of time um even my roommate in college freshman year had an n64 and he had ocarina of time and i tried and failed to play it like i I started it and then lost interest and then moved on that's kind of what happened and the same has been true for mario to like 2d classic mario games i am fucking terrible at them I'm not good at platformers. I'm it's it is not a gaming genre I'm particularly skilled with. Odyssey on the other hand, um has a little bit of that to be sure, but for me it's like I know each level is just chock-a-block full of secret areas to find and coins to collect and it's it's really really good so far. I'm really liking it. Um it's it's I wanted like a more single-player game for the Switch because the first game I bought was Mario Party and you need people for that, basically. And while I've been playing with people, but, you know, I wanted something I can do on my own with the Switch. So I got Mario Odyssey and it's pretty good. That all being said, Pokemon Let's Go drops in like 11 days. So I'm very looking, I'm so looking forward to that. I cannot wait to sink my teeth into Pokemon Let's Go, which I believe is just a remake of Yellow uh, and with some Pokemon Go, like the mobile app, Crossover shit. I don't know. Um, if it allows me to get Pokemon from Pokemon Go onto the Switch version, then that's all I care about. Cause my favorite Pokemon is Arcanine, and I already have Arcanine in the Pokemon Let's Go or the Pokemon Go on my phone. So if all I need to do is get that Arcanine from the phone into the Switch, and then I can uninstall Pokemon Go forever and I never need to play it again. So that's 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 all I want. So very much looking forward to that. And then of course Smash. The last Nintendo Direct was a couple of days ago, before the release of Smash, when they finally announced that the final roster total for Smash will be 75 fucking characters. It's an obscene number. 75 characters, and a bunch of new ones that nobody knows how to play. It's an incredible, incredible thing, there's like 103 stages, almost 900 tracks of music, and an in-depth single player story mode thing. So, holy shit, Smash is jam-packed with stuff. And what I love, one of my favorite things to do in games like Smash is unlocking the fucking characters. The fact that the game begins with the original lineup from the first Smash game on the N64, that's that's the first though you get those characters. It's like Mario, Pikachu, Link, Donkey Kong, Captain Falcon, Samus, Kirby. Star Fox? Who the fuck was the original? I think I might have just named them all, but I need to confirm this. Get ready to hear some typing. Original Smash lineup. Okay. So, Mario, Donkey Kong, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, Fox, and Pikachu. So, not Captain Falcon. Uh, There were four unlockable characters in the first game. Luigi, Captain Falcon, Ness, and Jigglypuff. So, I swapped Yoshi and Captain Falcon in my head. But I got the rest of them right. So... That's what you start with. that's those are the characters you begin the game with and through playing the game, whether in the single player mode or doing certain achievements like in the past there's like play a hundred um, multiplayer matches and then you you get the chance to unlock a character like you, you do things like that or you use a bunch of items like there's achievements you get where the reward is a hero. Um in Spaceship Emissary, a lot of the heroes were unlocked, or in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, a lot of the heroes were unlocked in the single player missions of Spaceship Emissary. Um, which was awesome fun. I loved that whole thing. And it seems like this is in a similar vein, uh if a bit more expansive. So I'm very looking f- much, very much looking forward to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. My classic main was Mewtwo. Replaced by Lucario and Brawl when Mewtwo didn't make a comeback. Now I've got the option of both of them. I'm not really sure what my fighting style is anymore, to be perfectly frank. So, I mean, I got 75 fucking characters to pick from. Come back in two months when I start talking about how fucking sick K. rule is. So, who knows what's going to happen. But, in terms of the video gaming sphere, there's a lot of very interesting stuff on the horizon. Uh, I cannot wait for Smash. It's going to be a lot of people's game of the year. Calling it now. I, I'm, I just can't wait to sink my teeth into that. Oh, sorry. Two other things to talk about. This is going to be a long segment of the podcast. Number one, despite all of the failings of this past weekend's Blizzard convention, they did release Destiny 2 for free. Now, I played Destiny 2 at PAX like a year ago. So not this past PAX, but a while back, I played Destiny 2 and what really did it for me was the gunplay I just enjoyed the feeling of leaping about and shooting things with the gun um, so I was very excited to play Destiny 2 especially when I didn't have to pay any money for it so I played it for, for a couple hours and uh, it's alright you know for a free game what do you want you didn't pay for it so I'm like yeah it's it's alright character customization is pretty meh and uh, I, don't, I didn't play the first Destiny so I don't know what the fuck anybody's talking about like oh here comes the traveler, and uh, what I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm just shooting things with a gun. Um, it seems fine. It seems fine. Uh, it's not as engage. It doesn't hook me right out the gate like uh some of the other games I'm playing right now did, like Mario Odyssey or um even Path of Exile. Like after <laughs> Blizzard conventions mm, thing, I I needed to scratch that particular itch, if you know what I'm talking about. So I started playing Path of the Ex- or Path of Exile, which is a free to play MMORPG on Steam right now, and it is pretty much a Diablo 2 clone. Kind of to a, uh, a ludicrous degree. It's so similar that I'm like, wow, like the inventory looks the same. Is that the same drinking potion sound effect? And the way you talk to NPCs and the text scrolls up. It, like, the, the stylizing of a lot of it is just off, that it's kind of like eh. But I mean, you couldn't, couldn't ask for a better approximation of that formula, you know? It's it's pretty good. Um, and the fact that it's multiplayer and I can get a bunch of people in on it, it makes it just that much better. So I've been playing a lot of that. But video games? Good stuff right now. It's good stuff. If you're thinking about getting video games anytime soon, I would offer a bit of wisdom and say perhaps you should wait for the black friday sales occurring at the end of the month because let's be honest that's the right time to buy pretty much anything or cyber monday deals i mean they're coming up soon so if you can wait a month for whatever you're looking for you might save a couple of bucks so depends on who made it actually i'll take that back if it's a nintendo property you might as well get it now because that shit's not going to get cheaper it's nintendo let's be honest you go to target today Find a copy of Pokemon Leaf Green in their glass case and it's still gonna be $39.99. I promise you. They will not have gone down in price because Nintendo shit never gets cheaper. Ever. And I don't get it. So, how how is their stuff worth this much 14 years later? I don't I don't know. I don't know, but Nintendo's clearly figured that out, so. If you want Nintendo stuff, just buy it. It's not going to get cheaper. It never gets any cheaper. Unless you buy it used. And who wants used stuff? That's just... No. That's not... No. Anyway, that'll do it for a video game talk with uh, with me. Um, I really should start calling these segments something. Welcome back to... To Games on the Road! I don't know. Um, it's, a, it's a work in progress. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. Three brand new Harry Potter and the Goblet of Phyrotechnics drops this week. In fact, they drop tomorrow. Did you know that? Did you know there's three new Harry Potter chapters dropped every Wednesday? I did. And those chapters are as follows. Chapter 10, Mayhem at the Ministry. Chapter 11, All Aboard. The Hogwarts Express. And Chapter 12, The Triwizard Tournament. Yes, indeed. There's a lot of very... Heavy plot dumpage in these chapters, but the moment I want to focus on for this week is Hermione's incredibly misguided, high-minded attempts to bring equality to the house elves. Now, I'm not saying that such efforts in their barest bones is not worth your time. Just the way Hermione goes about it in this particular chapter is stupid to me. So let's take a listen. Terrified, the house elves, out of their wits, clang... Here we go again. Hermione had knocked over her golden goblet. Pumpkin juice spread steadily over the tablecloth, staining several feet of white linen orange, but Hermione paid no attention. There are the house ups here, she said, staring horror-struck at Nearly Heather's Nick. Here at Hogwarts? Certainly, said Nearly Heather's Nick, looking surprised at her. The largest number on any dwelling in Britain, I believe, over a hundred. I've never seen one, said Hermione. Well, they hardly ever leave the kitchens by day, do they? Said nearly the other's neck. They come out at night to do a bit of cleaning, see to the fires, and so on. I mean, you're not supposed to see them, are you? That's the mark of a good house self, isn't it? That you don't know what's there. Hermione stared at him. But they get paid, she said. They get holidays, don't they? And, and sick leave and pensions and everything. House elves don't need pensions. All right, you know what? They can, have, they can be paid money. They can have days off. I don't think they can actually get sick. They don't need a fucking pension, alright? Let's fucking, let's, let's draw the line somewhere against magical slave beings. They don't need a pension. They don't need a 401k plan for retirement. They work till they die. Okay? Or until you set them free. And then they go off and find work elsewhere until they die. They don't need a pension. They don't need a 401k. They don't need dental. Like, come on. Fucking vision. Let's, come on. Let's, let's keep our shit realistic. Sure, pay them. Give them days off. That's all you need to do. Treat them with a decent amount of human respect. Like, come on. Fucking pensions. God damn it. Three brand new chapters of Harry Potter drop every Wednesday. Now, actually, they should be dropping. Actually, no. They should be dropping around the same time. Sorry. I was going to say they drop sooner because I have a new schedule. But no, I, I'm i busy on Wednesdays. So it drops later in the day. Kind of no matter what. Um, around 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. You can listen to the three brand new chapters. And we'll have three chapters next week. And the week after that. And the week after that. And the week after that. Until we're finally done with this whole thing. And then we can move on to another literature basis for comedy. Currently looking at The Lord of the Rings. I believe I've said that before, but I'm just letting you know kind of where my head's at. Where my brain's going. So, that's it for Harry Potter this week. I hope you enjoy them. And I'll see you in the next thing in the podcast. And finally this week, despite the fact that it's the gone cast, I have to be the bearer of bad news. And tell you that there will not be a new episode of the Going Up Cast next week. Primary reason being, I am in Las Vegas once again, and unlike last time, which was just kind of a hoot holler good time, this one is technically a business trip. So you know, gotta be professional and do a lot of businessy things, rub some elbows, do all sorts of things. Um, and the I I need to you know gotta be on my A game, so I gotta gotta stay focused on that. So no new episodes next week. We will come back the following week with like two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. So that's going to be probably a pretty big episode if uh, if the past has shown me anything. But I want to thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of The Going Up Cast. I hope you enjoy the new theme song, um, which I recorded and I was going to say wrote myself, but let's be honest, it's not a particularly complicated song in terms of chord progression and stuff like that. But you know what? It's mine. I, I played it. I wrote it. I improvised it. It's all me. So, you know. And I will see you all in two weeks' time for a super big, awesome episode of the Going Upcast. Thank you all very much for listening, and I'll talk to you all later. Bye!